That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Hey, my brothers and sisters, I hope this day finds you well. In this segment, what I want to discuss is the futility of implementing a strategy where you only take care of symptoms and you never get to the root of the issue. This is something that obviously can only serve to perpetuate the actual underlying issue. And we have this really bad problem with this, right? There's so many things in our country today that we're suffering for that was implemented in like the 60s because they were implemented altruistically for a particular reason but then the results were the very opposite of what the people who advocated for the initial policies and for the initial strategies the opposite result came and then nobody changed course and then they threw in all of this other other things where like like especially today where you can't say certain words and you can't offend certain people and you can't do all. So you can't even talk about actual issues and nobody, and when I say nobody, I'm generalizing, of course, because there are people like me out there who see the truth. No one wants to just, you know what, let's forget about all of this other crap, all marginalized and and you know inclusivity and equity and diversification all that kind of crap let's forget about that let's look at reality let's look at the actual issues and then let's do our best to come together and solve it <laughs> but what we have is and this is what i like it to we or we're in the midst of a raging fire and everybody just wants to talk about the smoke let's handle let's take care of the smoke let's do what we can about the smoke but 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 the fire but, but what about the fire doesn't matter how, how much you address the smoke, the smoke comes from the fire. So the fire's just gonna keep raging and we'll just keep adding smoke. <laughs> you have to put out the fire if you wanna stop the smoke. But, you know, that, that would be too simple. Or, or that would make people feel good. So we're more concerned with, with, with placating certain groups because we label them as marginalized, which is ridiculous because they have more power today than than, than the people that they say are the majority. <laughs> because if you're marginalized, it means that you actually don't have any power. You don't really have any representation, right? But, but the ones who are claiming to be marginalized are running everything. Anyway, while that fire rages, we all are going to burn. Yes, yes the, the smoke can kill you as well. Yes, of course. But if all you do is try to take care of the senses of the smoke, you'll get a mask or whatever, you're still going to burn. Right. And this right here, I just want to show you, this is a perfect example. Because this, because the, the Democrat, the Democratic Party, excuse me, I almost messed up. Because the Demolition Party wants to take away your ability to protect yourself, and they, they want to use like the mass shootings. These mass shootings are being perpetrated by, by people that are products of our disease culture. So we've created the problem. And then the smoke is the mass shooting, the actual fire is the fact that we have a disease, a, disease, a disease culture. I cannot speak this morning. We have a disease culture that, that does not prioritize family, nuclear loving family, does not prioritize value system. The value system of this country was designed and built on, which are Judeo-Christian values. Which value hard work, 
which value you know responsibility and accountability, which um, prioritizes integrity, right? Personal property, you know, self-respect, respect of other people's property. <laughs> These values are like they're not prioritized anymore. Now it's all about get whatever you can for yourself, and then of course compete on who's the biggest victim. That does not create upstanding human beings. What it creates is nihilistic sociopaths. So, but once again, that's the fire, but we don't want to address that. If there's one thing that we could do that would solve like 99% of our problems, we would still have them, but they'd be like down to 1%. And that is if we've started to prioritize the nuclear family again. And we encourage young men to, to prepare themselves to protect and provide for a family. And if we, and if we guided and, and educated our young women on the beauty and on the, the, the magnitude of the responsibility that they have being the vessel for new life and civilizing men and giving, giving men a reason to take all that aggression and channel it into protecting and providing for a family. <laughs> if we encourage young people to get together to partner, to grow something beyond themselves, something great and something beautiful, it would take care of 99% of our problems. Everything from crime to sexual harassment to all these things, education, everything. That would be taking care of the fire. But no, no, love is love and everybody can just do whatever they want to do and there's going to be no consequence for that whatsoever. There is a plan, there is a blueprint and when you deviate from it, this is what you get. Anyway, I say all of that to go back to, like I said, the demolition party and the left wanting to leave you defenseless. They, they want to have guns, but they don't want you to have guns. I want to give you an example of taking care of the smoke and not the fire and how even if you remove guns, you're still, if you're, if you're turning out sociopaths and you're turning out people who are not well-adjusted, you're turning out people who, who, are, who felt like they've been wrong by leadership, which a lot of people have in the last two and a half years, they've been wronged by leadership, overtly so. Their business is destroyed, their neighborhood's destroyed, and they're being told that there's nothing wrong. We're not in a recession, you're fine. Yes, I know that you know, your grocery bill is like now an additional $300 a month, but you'll be fine. I know your gas is now this, you'll be fine, you're not, you're not in a recession. When you get these things, what you have is people who are going to retaliate, and you have people that are going to do, engage in criminal behavior. And they're going to go after the most vulnerable spots within our society. And so you see these mass shootings in school, mass shootings, mass shootings, mass shootings. I'm about to show you something that is just as heinous, just as monstrous. And there's no, there's no gun involved. So the common denominator is the person and the person's behavior. Now, because they can't use a gun as a tool, they just use a knife because all you're doing is taking care of the smoke. You're not addressing the fire. And so you have something like this happen in China. So this happened, I believe, August 3rd. Kindergarten stabbing, three killed and six injured in knife attack at nursery. At least three have been killed and six injured in a stabbing at a nursery in China. Police in Xijing published news of the incident on China's Twitter-like Weibo platform this morning. A gangster, I don't know what that means, wearing a peaked cap and a mask stormed the private kindergarten in Anfu County, the post reads. 
Once inside, the armed man killed three and left six injured. Does that sound familiar? Because it's not the tool, it's the person. Now, someone out there, I know they're gonna go, well, yeah, but if, if they allowed guns there, then he would have did it with a gun. That's not the point. The point is that he did it anyway. Why, why is he doing this? Why did Buffalo happen? Why did the young man in Buffalo do it? Why did the young man in Ovalde do it? Why on the 4th of July did that young man shoot from a rooftop? It's not the tool. You understand? If, if you got rid of guns, they would have just built pipe bombs or they would have done it with knives because you're addressing the smoke. The guns are never the issue. The knives aren't the issue. What is, is China now going? Is there, are they going to ban on knives? You can't have, you can't have knives anymore? You just get sporks? That's addressing the smoke. Same things happen like in Europe. But they don't allow guns, you'll see stabbings. And that's my point, is that that's the smoke. And you're trying to sell everybody on the smoke in order to get their guns, is just going to leave, actually, it's going to encourage more criminal behavior. And more people are going to die, more innocent people are going to die. That's the way that works. You have to address the fire, otherwise everybody's going to burn. And that's my point in all this. I'm gonna read a little bit more, and then I'm gonna sign off. Because for some reason, I'm having an issue speaking this morning. <laughs> Get my words in. <laughs> but hopefully my point is coming across. Police said Maui is still at large and escaped after carrying out the attack. In April last year, a knife-wielding man broke into a school in the city of Beiliu, a city in Zhangji, Zhuang, autonomous region of China. The 24-year-old man was seized by cops and only his surname, Zhang, was released by police. Officials provided little more information, but Hong Kong news outlets reported he was going through a divorce with his wife who worked there. This is showing us not an isolated incident. And here's another one, so that's two. Here's another one. A year before, at least 40 were injured in a knife attack at a primary school in the same region. Reports said that at least 39 pupils and two staff members, including the head teacher at the school in Wuzhou in the Gongji Zhuang Autonomous Region were injured in June 2020. According to reports, a security guard was suspected of carrying out the attack, having been arrested at the scene. The incident took place at about 8.30 a.m. local time at the Wangfu Town Central Primary School, and many of the children were preschoolers, reports the South China Morning Post. Chinese media clips show medics tending to children wearing bandages on their heads and bodies following the attack. 39 pupils and two staff members. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? The demolition party would have you believe that a gun turns you evil. And so you must get rid of the gun. I've said this before. It's not like the ring of power. This isn't Lord of the Rings, where you find the ring and it twists your mind and it turns a good man into a bad man and a good woman into a bad woman. That's not the way it works. Bad people search for the tools to take the most amount of lives. And then on top of that, they go to soft targets. So there's two things that you can do right now to help curb that because these people don't they want to cause mass casualties so just like what happened i believe it was in indiana the guy started to pop off in the mall and somebody was actually armed there and ended it and saved untold lives so there's two things you can do right now one go back to the second amendment stop abstracting it and let it be the Second Amendment that it was always meant to be, that it was written to be. And allow people who want to be armed to be armed. Criminals will stop because they will, they will know 
they try to jump anything off, bullets will be flying back at them like that. And the other thing that you can do is get back to prioritizing family. Stop telling people that love is love and everything is everything and everything's okay. No, there's a blueprint to this. You can see biologically how we're made. A man is meant to connect with a woman. A woman is meant to connect with a man. Biologically so, we're meant to couple that way. I'm not disparaging anybody's personal choice, but that, but your personal choice does not negate what the actual truth is. And I'm not even coming at it biblically. I'm talking about just biologically. The only way that we can procreate is that way. So it's obvious that's how we're meant to come together. And so you telling young people that they should go off and just satisfy themselves and serve themselves and be selfish. And then all of a sudden when they get to a certain age, they're supposed to turn the selfishness off and then couple. It's counterproductive. It's ridiculous. And you can see the results of that. We have, we have marriages down, divorces up, birth rate is, 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 is down, excuse me, having babies in wedlock is down, <laughs> abortion is up. This is not how you perpetuate a species. You understand that? And ironically enough, China is actually having problems with their birth rate because they've controlled, <laughs> they, they controlled that aspect of their society for enough time. You can't do that. You can't break away from natural law and think there's not going to be any repercussions. So, I, I say all of this, but my real point is this. If there's a raging fire, you can't spend time and energy just addressing the smoke as if that is the root cause, as if that is the only problem. That's just going to be a band-aid. Everything else is still going to burn. Fire's not going to stop until it's exhausted all of its fuel, which means it will keep burning until everything's gone, until everything's ash, unless something is done about it. Our problem in this country has never been guns. We've always had guns, but we've never had problems with mass shootings. We've never had problems with, with crime at this level and murder at this level. You understand that? Like historically speaking, especially when you go to mass shootings specifically, you didn't see this in 1950. And that wasn't too long ago. You didn't see this in 1950. He didn't see this level in 1960. He really started to jump in like 1990. The problem is not guns. Don't let them twist you into giving up your best, your best tool to defend your property, yourself, and your family. Because they want to talk about the smoke. They want to sell you on the smoke. They want you to believe that if you address the smoke, it's somehow going to put out the fire. When common sense tells us that that's an, an impossibility. I believe, honestly, I believe that they know this and they just want you unarmed because they plan to do something that you being armed would impede them from doing. That's what I believe. That's the only thing that makes sense. Because all the information that I know, they have it. So I ask myself, why would they advocate for these things? Why would they, why would they put out all this manipulation and why would they lie to the American people? Why would they not tell them about how many self-defense uses of guns there are in, in relation to how many accidents with, with guns or just, just gun deaths, period. Why don't you tell them that 60% of them are suicides? Why don't you tell them that over 30% of, of the remaining 40 is inner city crime? Why don't you tell them that? Why don't you tell them that mass shootings don't even account for, like they're in the, the 2% with accidents and police shootings and all that kind of stuff. Why don't you tell them the truth that the issue if 60% are, are suicides, then once again, the gun is the smoke. 
But fire is the fact that we need to address mental health. We need to address why, why people feel like there's no hope and of them take themselves out. Once again, I think that would be dramatically impacted by getting back to a nuclear love and family, but you know, that's the fire. They don't want to take care of that. You remove guns, 60% of these suicides will then go to knives or jumping off bridges or jumping off because you're not addressing the fire. And that's my point. They really wanted to help. They would help. <laughs> They're not helping, which means that they don't really care about you, which means that they have other intentions. And, and those other intentions do not have your welfare as a major priority. This is just the truth of it. If you don't believe me, if there's something that I missed, let me know. But understand, only facts will change my mind. It's the only thing that will, fact, will change my mind. Only truth changes my mind. It's the only thing that I'm open to. I don't care about your empathy and, oh, well, you should do this anyway, and so, but the people, I don't care about that. You can be as emotional as you want. If you take that course, you're actually gonna cause more tragedy and more lives, so I refuse to go down that road. I look at this stuff dispassionately. And I go, what's the truth say? Because the truth is the only thing that actually does set people free. That's the truth. Okay, so the truth is the light. They want you to walk in the dark. I'm over here trying to do what? Trying to help you turn on that light. You guys be well.